Um, gosh, your platform is so open. Like you're open. Are you here to just receive what you would like? Like whatever you want is it is it open for whatever you think, or are you here for a, a, an exact reason? Nope. Nope. Exact reason. You're open. Yeah. Yeah. Open. Yep. This is. That's why that happened because, um, okay, seven. Well, the first thing is they're saying that she's tired of playing games. I keep saying that she's tired of playing games like you. Um, so whatever games you're tired of playing, uh, it's like relationship stuff, like keep friends, uh, circles of friends, I think, or people in general, like, uh, so I'm gonna to talk to that for a second because your angels learning how to understand things you don't understand has been a long life lesson for you. And then the parts though that you don't want to understand are going to annoy you. And so that will then tell you what you have to work at in order for the shit to stop hitting the fan. So then that will just sit like, why do you annoy me? Like, why does that bother me? You know, like when you have those sensations. Mm -hmm. uh, and I feel like you're working at some of that though already because anytime they go like this, like I see you doing this, like you're pondering how to be, you're pondering how to react, you're pondering how to respond because the imprint of your footprint is very important to you. The way that you need to be remembered is becoming important to you because there's a version of you coming out that's showing me that when you look at the hierarch, patriarch of, the, of your family, like the, the hierarchy of your family, is it fair to say that it's hard to come by anybody that you are very much just like, I want to be exactly like that, or I want to emulate that, where it's almost like you are really creating your own roadmap of being of solitude to just what is right, because mm -hmm. that is just the best thing to do. That's the right thing to do. And so your angels are showing me that you're the generational pivot out of the chaos. So you are understanding that the chaos doesn't fit for you. And yeah. so this is the games. This is the game. So, um, all right. So let me see. There's the grandfather coming forward and the grandmother coming forward. Is your mom Earthside? Yes. So are her parents in spirit? Yes. Okay. Um, so that's what those are. Um, is your dad in spirit yes um and then does tony have tony's dad is alive um he doesn't really know his dad so i don't i'm not certain <laughs> <sighs> So your dad is coming forward and he's talking to me about Tony's place in life, in your life, because your dad was in spirit when you guys met, right? 
Um, yes, 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 yes. He had passed away in 2018. Yeah, or 2007. I'm sorry. Okay, so in other words, your dad never met Tony. So uh, why he why he's talking about Tony to me is because your dad has been watching this transition, this period of time. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I need to, can I turn off my dryer real quick? <laughs> <laughs> so your dad shows me that Tony is a guy that you can trust. Yep. And Tony is someone that is, okay, so Tony was built with empathy, but wasn't shown how to use it until later in life. And you are the reminder of empathy. You're the reminder of sympathy. You're the reminder of sensitivity. You're the reminder of compassion. You're the reminder of love. And you're the reminder of wise and all the cool stuff you want. But basically you're here for Tony too. Like this is why you guys feel like there's this bond. There's a connection. There's this uh, link. You feel like there's a link. Yep. Um, and so your dad is coming forward just acknowledging this time of your life because I think he says that he says she's gone through a lot of ups and downs with not knowing what she's wanted she's gone down roads to see if she liked a version of if to see if she liked people to see if she could tolerate people's lack of due to so basically you try to fix people for too long yeah. Tony is someone you don't have to really fix but really Tony is someone that you can help kind of, I don't want to say mold or shape, but also I want to say shape. Like, I kind of want to just say like, you both have done so much stuff where you guys are able to enter into one another's lives to where we can become compatible at an easier state where we're not taking personal shit like we used to. Like both of you guys are very calm and collected now where you guys have learned to get there because you both, in order for this to work, you have to just literally say, it's just not that big of a deal. Nothing is that big of a deal. And so this is really going to allow you guys to remain very calm and collected and finding what we need uh, out of one another. Uh, because you're being reminded, you're, you're also being reminded of things that you need to still work at with being with Tony. There's like mission work. Um, so, so, but Tony is believing in you. Your dad says, Tony believes in my daughter. Tony believes that my daughter can be and to do and to succeed. And, and, and my daughter doesn't know what that feels like. My daughter doesn't know what that, what that is like. So it's like, you believe, like you feel it out, but it's almost like a very cool sensation. Like, it's like, it's neat to be around this guy. Is that right? Like Tony, like Tony's different. Is that right? It is. So um, I think it's just fair to say that we have, you know, your guardian angel over here trying to let me know that you're safe and secure into believing that you are doing what's best for you at this time. <clears throat> um, are you guys, are you guys thinking or talking about this trip? Do you guys have a trip coming up this summer? Like, are you going out of state? Are you going to Florida or Colorado or we're supposed to go to Denver, Colorado next month. Perfect. Okay. So uh, anytime they take me to Florida, it's a trip. And then they show me Colorado. Um, and so it's almost as though things were being planned or worked at or some sort of like thoughts were headed towards that planning recently, I think. Um, so this is just to acknowledge, again, uh, your souls are following you and with you. 
Um, THC. Okay, so THC. Um, are we? I saw the THC and then I I saw the pulling away. Uh, that usually means like less than, take less than. But are you are you on THC or is he on THC, Tony? Like, do you smoke pot? Yeah, and yeah. my license just expired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what that is. <laughs> Taking it away from me. <laughs> Did anyone collect spoons or? Like my grandma. Spoon collection, yeah? That little mini ones, yeah. <laughs> um, so then your grandma, is this, is this paternal? Is this paternal or maternal? Uh, it's my mom's mom. Let's head shift. Let me to the other side. Okay. Um, does Tony have tattoos? Yes. Does Tony have a tattoo for somebody? Do you know? Yes. Is it a male? Yeah. Is it a friend? Uh, I think it was his grandfather. Was he in the service? I don't know. Military? I don't know. Um, so then if they're making me feel friend, that's going to feel more like the bond um, of like a close, you know, so Tony just needs to know his grandfather's around um, and that he's proud of the man that he's becoming. Um, the grandfather needs to be heard because Tony looks up to this man because he was the one that stepped in. This man stepped into Tony's life and took over and, and provide, is this right? He stepped into his life and took over as far as far as part as what he could be, as far as dad could be like, yeah. okay. So, so Tony is uh, very respectful and honorable towards the grandfather. Um, and there's this commitment here uh, in making sure that Tony does right by his grandfather. And the grandfather is making sure that he knows that he's watching him and that he's proud of him. And that um, he says, Tony's lived a very hard life. Tony's had to figure out a lot of things on his own. And a lot of his mission has been to pivot out of anger and rage and abilities of control and self-regulating. So he's learning to self-regulate, learning to really make sure and manage uh, what he doesn't understand within himself. So there's parts of Tony's programming that doesn't align with his moral compass. So when Tony does things that he doesn't mean to do, we just need to know that it's part of his way of processing the entities of the embodiment of the traumas connected to the men in his life. And that's what I believe why he's gravitated towards such a badass for a partner because he needs to feel safe in whatever it is that he needs to do. And so, reported. and so if he feels the need to do whatever the fuck it is, it's like, you're there, like, but you're also there to just make sure that you're, you know, you stand your ground and that you support your value as well, where it's like, you can, you, whereas, okay, you're going to be there for somebody, but you're not going to be there for them if they're disrespecting you or stomping on your worth, uh, because that is a boundary of yours. Yep.
you're not going to be somebody's emotional uh, chopping block. Nope. <laughs> Did that too long. <laughs> so from the release of that expectation, you've actually simmered. You've been able to simmer down because you should know more in depth with how safe you feel when you're in control. So structure was structure is hard to come by because structure was not taught to you as a child. What does that mean? Do you understand that? Kind of, but then kind of not because everything was, um, well. Let me, let me understand it this way then because don't get structure mixed with strictness. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause that was the word that came to my head. I'm like, it was very strict, but the structure, you know, I, that definitely confusing the two. So, okay. Then let me talk to this because you're at a place of life now where we can talk about things where you can surface up you can surface up emotions they said we can surface emotions up with her and she doesn't get angry like she used to it's almost like you have a different understanding so like um if you have like a recall of a sensation that you can't control pain like when someone is going through pain or if you felt like when you remembered back on a time where you experienced pain as a kid and you just you, i feel i feel like you used to get angry when you used to view that story, but now you don't get as angry as your, at your story. Um, yeah. And so you've, you've healed and you've, you've, you've worked at becoming not the victim of your story, but rather the main character, the one in charge. And uh, you've gotten out of the audience seat. You're no longer an audience member. Um, and so you are on the set, you're on the stage or on the front center of your life. And that's where you feel the most control. Structure is where you feel no chaos and organized. And so um, if we were a child and it was strict, it's gonna have chaos. We're gonna have chaos rather than structure. And so what's happened now is that you've repelled yourself, you've resisted the chaos, you've ran away from the chaos. You've realigned with the orbit that you belong into and the people match your vibrations now. People, you, under, you were understood by your orbit you blend in people, everything's functioning beautifully. The thing now is that you have to talk to yourself in a way that you have to say, hey, you need structure and chaos isn't welcomed. And so chaos is going to teach you, or you were taught chaos gave you a belonging and a purpose because you can handle chaos. So when you can hand, when you're taught to handle chaos, you're going to attract the chaos to feel belonged. And we often view that, that sensation, we say, I'm tired of the shit hitting the fan. But then what happens is we also start saying things like, ah, uh, same shit, different day. Uh -huh. And so we then realize that that was a condition in your time of life right now, you've realized it's a condition because you have the power of control. That's what you're understanding. You have the power of control surrounding the chaos in your orbit. And so what's weird for you 
is that you don't know what that's like. You don't know what that feels like. You don't know <coughs> how you belong in that. And so this is where you should know that you paid your dues. You've worked the hard part. Now you focus on being the version that you want to be remembered as and, and be proud as. And then you focus on being just the best example, which is what you're already doing. But you though, have you had therapy? Most of my life. I haven't recently. Okay, because I'm in your, the thing is, is when I'm on a timeline from birth to current, I can see when there's therapy and you've had therapy. Yeah. Um, it's like everything that I'm saying there's a thread that says, yes, either she knows she's worked at it or she's working at it or it's in her awareness. So it's like, you're aware. And so, okay, this tells me then that you're the empathic person where you're going to feel energies for people and you're going to assume autopilot position because that's what's gotten you through the survival mechanism where you always knew what to say, when to say it, but that was something that you thought was stemmed from the chaos. So you trust chaos for you to know what to do. Yeah, like kind of like fight or flight. So then what we got to do then is you got to tell yourself that you're walking into a different zone of life. And so every time I look around your life, everything is fine. Is that fair? Like nothing is crazy right now. Um, What's there's the thing right now for you? Uh, my baby daddy. Okay, but, but just things I'm trying to sort, which is just chaos in my head till I can get it figured out. That's where I was gonna. It's like it's all in, inside of you. It's all inside. Where yeah. I'm like, it's not in your immediate environment. Right. Okay. So if we're not being reminded in our environment of the chaos, then we then know that it's a curated version of what another soul's journey is. And so that is what happens when we're on autopilot is that we feel the need of taking on their energy. We feel the need to take on the responsibility of their missed marks. And so um, that's, that's what we do with people like you. We feel the need to plug into them to make sure that we feel that we can do as much as we possibly humanly can without doing too much, even with people like our exes. And so these boundaries and even the lack of caring, it's almost like we have to detach. Is it around custody at all time? Yeah. Um, do you feel like he needs like not as much time or he needs to protect like someone with them, him? and um you don't trust him do you feel the need to just take full custody okay that's what I, that's what's coming through um so i do it are you having um you're having in-betweens of it deciding yep i know him i know of him you know yeah um, um uh so here's the deal you have consciousness, you have a conscience inside of you that is, you know, and so, um, but it's not as big as all the other, like, but they're like these gods that turn into stone. There's guardians and they, 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 
stand and then they 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 get all hard when the sun comes up. Gargoyle. Sort gargoyles. So you should look up gargoyles and you should look up the representation of gargoyles um, and find out a little as much as you can about what that means because they all present they presented their gargoyles around your consciousness or your uh, sub, your conscience conscience uh, where you feel any guilt where you feel any kind of um, I don't want to do I don't you don't want to turn on yourself and do something that isn't normally something you would encourage anyone to do, but at the same time, you would encourage a friend to do what I just encouraged you to do. So yep. it's, <laughs> this is what you don't want. You don't want to be a part. Okay. You tethered to him through trauma, you guys trauma related. And then what happened is you got so tethered to him that you said to yourself so long ago, I cannot be a part of creating pain. And then that's what got you out. That's what took so long to leave him. Okay. Then that's what got you so tethered to him even after that, because you saw what happened after you left. Him. And then now you're afraid of what's going to happen when you take his son from him. There's a lot of sensations here that he's made you turn on yourself. So here's the thing. This yeah. is why this is. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to celebrate the fact that he's not dead. Okay. Um, because that's been your biggest fear. That's been, that's been, it, been your biggest worry. And um, you're also afraid he's going to kill your son by accident. Yep. An innocent mistake that you're going to just be like, I told you, motherfucker. Like, you have, I think, this vision of fear. I think you've seen it. Like, you have like this fear of, what more can you do than be angry with the man that you literally can't do anything about in that case? Although you say, I will kill anyone that touches my boy. It's like, there's nothing though at the end of the day that can bring him back. And that's why you need to make sure that you're making the moves appropriately outside of your conscience because these gargoyles are very strong. There's these gargoyles. So, so I think uh, these gargoyles, okay, they come out there in the evening. So you must, are you a night owl? On the weekends, but I'm usually eight thirty or nine on the weekdays. <laughs> that's good. Now, obviously, that's that could be your physical age representing that self too. Have you always been that? Okay. So then, I wonder if you come spiritually. So we do leave our bodies in the evening, we like or anytime we sleep, um, and that's where. So, do you have deja vu? Yeah. I haven't had it for a while, I feel like. Here's the other thing. Your son needs to know what proper diligence looks like. Because if, you're, if your son doesn't receive the example of what it looks like of not getting your shit together, do you think he's ever going to? And you know you're dealing with the repeat. Yep. It's time to take business seriously with these guys. Okay, there. I need to talk to you about what I see. There's a dark entity on your ex. Yep, I know and, that. <laughs> and eyes are on your son. And but I need you to know that these gargoyles, ha ha ha. Mm -hmm. These gargoyles are on your team, and so this is. I need you to protect your. I just have to look this shit up because this is insane. <laughs> because it's connected to your son. Gargoyles. 
I'm going to try to spell that shit. <laughs> Gargoyles have been attributed attributed with the power to ward off evil spirits, guarding the buildings they occupy and protecting those inside. Evil spirits. Clayton. Heart crazy. Learn something. Very nice. <laughs> the sooner you get that demon away from your son, the better. And I'm not talking about your ex. I'm talking about the demon that's on the ex. Um, and so he needs be away from the light that you're sent. Joel, that's his name, right? Joel. Yeah. Um, Joel has white light and dark light. He is the test of time. He is the law of polarity. He is what it means to be yin yang. With the embodiment of a dark entity, can light shine? Can the archangel come through and fight the balance of what it feels like to be tugged through the old patterns, which his dad has failed to do? Can he break the ice? Can he break the barrier? Can he break the mold? He will have tendencies. And so the thing with tendencies is they connect to tentacles. Tentacles, there's usually eight. So there will be versions of your son that do not align with who he is. You need to be this witch doctor that can see everything around him and see through him and just know that your son is who he is, battling in spiritual warfare all the, the, from the beginning of his life. And you are doing the awakening moments to see things differently in your life so that way you can see things in his life differently. Because the old you would have more of a guilt to do anything that you're needing to do now, which is to become individualized, to become boundaries, to have communication barriers, because to, to, you don't even want him to have communication, I think. I think you just literally just like, dude, you need to get your shit together before you can come back into our orbit. That's what you need to do. That's what I told him. I said, you're not talking to my son until me, you and Tony sit down. <laughs> And there's new regulations per se that he has to follow. One, including him telling my my son um, that he received another DUI after he told my son that he had been clean for a year. His dad's been in jail for the last month and just got out this week. Um, yeah. So here's what we can do with your son. We can talk to him in a way that doesn't provide false hope, which I understand he's checked out. I think of the dad, I think that your son is, it knows different, like, I don't know. He's, he's really wise. There's a lot of yes. wisdom back here. And um, if we can break away some of the, the walls um, and say things like, um, and again, even if you've said things like this, this is just coming through as far as kind of what maybe we can talk to his mind about. We can just say things like, honey, your dad is just incapable of loving you in the way that you deserve. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna raise the bar on how we love you and how we can help you repair some of the hurt that your dad has caused. You have to be very literal. Yeah. Son is lacking accountability. Yeah, he is. It's like his dad. 
And so if we can speak to that now before he starts to fuel with resentment and more rage, he's rageful. Your son has a lot of anger and rage, I think. And so um, we're going to create a safe space for that. Um, and so if you can create that safe space and entice him to be angry, he's going to be shocked. I don't know how, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know how things are being handled, but hear me out on this. He gets frustrated or angry or wants to do something and hit or throw or whatever. We have to almost encourage that to flip his mind, to listen to you differently. So what this means is this. Let me first ask, because the first thing I see is if he does something he knows better, we say, you know better. Why'd you do that? Yep. So we're going to stop doing that. And I'm going to talk to this. I'm going to talk to you like spirit. Like this is from the, the angels. And I, I've done this with my kids. As much as I can, this fucking shit's hard. <laughs> so, so what we do then is we ask ourselves, why did they do that? You're right. They know better. But that's not why they did it or didn't not do it, you know. But then we have to say, is it because they don't know how else to communicate? Is it because they don't know any other way of reacting or any other way? Did we just not teach them what to do? We just told them what not to do? Yep. You were parented. That's how I was parented. And so now what we do is be angry. Let me see it. Throw it that way, though. Don't hit me. But if you're going to keep it, be here directing their anger because you are the only one to do that and so let him be angry because you if he's not releasing anger with you or rage with you, you will not feel safe to do it anywhere else we celebrate that he feels safety with you and we encourage that safety by redirecting it by saying be angry, son. You have every right to be angry. Your dad should do more for you. And I should have done more for you at some point. But guess what? We're here for it now. That's what you can do. You literally can just say, you know what, son? We've, I've messed up. I've mishandled your soul. And, and so has a lot of other people. But we're going to focus on repairing. We're going to make sure that you feel loved. And if you can start being aware of your emotions and your needs, and I'm going to try my best at asking better questions questions i will we will get to the root of what you need we will get to the bottom of what you need because that will be the only reason why he's reacting out of what he already knows better to do it's because he doesn't know how to communicate a need and so as as the guide that you are that's all we are we're just guides guardians we're a guardian so think of your guardians they're you know you know better, and yet your guardians, right, your, your angels, they will guide you through what you don't really know better, and, and, and they'll, make you, they'll make you see how you can do things differently to feel better. It's interesting that we learn the most as the adult, because as the children, we're shut down to learning because we can't make mistakes. Yeah. So allow your child to make and celebrate them that way he's not taught that he has to always make the right choice because that doesn't exist as you figured out yeah Woo, you had some parenting stuff in there <laughs> a lot of burden you hold a lot of guilt you need to stop thinking you should not have been with your ex 
you stop thinking you should not have had a baby with him or some there's a version in yeah. that wishes that maybe you could have done something different yeah. and we're not going to think that any longer we're going to celebrate your marks that you hit because you and your ex held hands in a spiritual pre-contract in your pre-birth and you guys said things like hey you and I, we're going to go in this lifetime together, just like we've done all the other lifetimes. But guess what? It's my turn to keep you accountable. And it's going to be your turn to see if you can make it work. Because last time you had to do that for me. And he said, cool, let's do it. What's going to be my whatever? Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, bottoms up, baby. Come on. <laughs> What happens is you guys meet later in life and it's like, hell, fuck yeah, I love you. You know, you're cool. You're vibing. We're, we're meeting. We're trauma relating. We have good sex, right? Like we just get through this connection that we always thought we needed. He was just somebody that you thought you needed because he was the closest thing to feeling heard and loved and validated in the way that he could provide you in the way that you never had. So that's all that was, was what you needed this attraction to get together to see if he would listen to you or not. And his job was to listen. His job was to not miss his mark. His job was to achieve enlightenment. And that's why you kept going for him. And now he's not dead still. So we're going to just give him the time that's needed. But you have to continue to be the biggest motivation. You were the only one to move him out of his way. And true, because the only times that he's done anything different has been when you put your foot down. Yep. There's nothing left you can do after taking his son. So consider it as, as a release, like finish line. Because at that point, the ball is court and the game is done. Yep. So no longer with guilt, you can just be disappointed. Because you you've never you didn't you say this I didn't want this to happen I didn't want to I did not want it to go here like you didn't want this to be the case right it's important that you know that you're making the right choice it's very important <laughs> for my son it's very important for your son and myself people for for the growth of your future your son will be proud your son is proud of you he just doesn't understand certain things he's discombobulated i would almost he has like does he have the adhd we just had him tested a couple of weeks ago i won't have results he was tested for everything um but i won't have results till the 7th of june okay okay so this is what i need you to know the world is completely changing and evolving and the way that you can help your son is going to not be through this undiagnosed, like they're saying undiagnosed, it's going to be undiagnosed where it's like, they're going to say no to some things and it's going to be like, well, no, that's not true. Like, so the thing is, I believe ADHD is coming my way and bipolar. Yeah. Regardless of how he's diagnosed, you just need to know that there's entities inside of him and souls that have different agendas. 
and everyone has different things inside of them. So it's not like he's like possessed, right? Right. Uh, he's, he's taken on a lot in this life and he's not meant to be the child right now. So he's not going to fit in. He's not going to belong. He's not, yeah. well, kids will not understand him. Teachers will not tolerate him. Right. Um, and so you talk to him as the child that's gifted and sensitive and that sees light. Imagine me, his age, not knowing why he feels all the anxiety, not knowing why he feels spirit around because he feels around him. He feels dark clouds. Like there's things that he doesn't know why he does. Like I can see him throwing something and be like, I don't know why I did that. So uh, there's like this sensation here of not being in control. So we speak to that and we just say, you're capable. We remind him of his strength. We remind him of his capability. That's what I've been doing this last week. That's what I've been saying. You are able to do hard things, Joel. You can do hard things because that's been his thing the last two weeks. Mom, I can't. It's hard. You can do hard things. I'll even encourage you to change what for it to be hard. Change everything is curated. So then the reason why he's saying it's hard is because it's a level up in energy that he doesn't want to come out of the complacentness. So it's not hard. There's just a, you just have to move your body a little bit more. You just have to think a little harder or differently. It's, it's so, so start measuring what the word hard means, where we just take it out and we just say, Hey, it could be a challenge, but it's not hard. Or, or we, whatever that is, right? So just cautious. You're already doing amazing. Like, that's the thing. Like, you're so aware and tapped in intuitively that you're going to know what to say. You're just not going to understand why. So just trust the words. But here's the other thing. Stop feeling like you're parenting him as if he's the adult now. Like, so don't imagine his older self sitting in front of you where you're afraid he's going to become something if he does something a certain way. Okay. That's not true. Where you may see a tendency of his father and then you react like, you know better. No, no, no. It's like, okay, we're going to need to calm on that moment, right? Because you're so afraid of him turning out to be like his dad, you're going to react out of thinking you haven't done something right. And then you're going to react and say, don't you ever do that again. So that is a, that is a moment of saying, I don't ever want to see your dad come out of you again. No. So it's his dad that you're angry with, that you're projecting emotion at when you do that. So then what we do instead is we say things like, baby, I don't think you meant to do that. I think you meant to do this. Baby, I think your intention was to make me feel this. I, you should know that when you say that, it makes people feel like this. So did you mean to say this or that? So you have to dissect these a, a little more because he will move when he knows the reason why. When you tell him why to do it, your son also doesn't want to create pain. Your son is, is misunderstood right now. And the thing is, we can't put pressure on him 
being the husband you never had. We can't put pressure on him for being the baby daddy you never had. So you're going to have to know that your responsibility as his guardian is doubled because the one that should have been missed the mark, right? So now you have no room to react because if you react, you take away his trust with you to come to you when the shit really matters and you want him to do that. So I need you to know that what, why this is important for you is so that way you know that he's going to come to you when he wants to talk about drugs or drinking or parties or whatever the hell you're afraid of him going down. Yep. So we've got to work at this now and make sure that he doesn't feel any pull back when it comes to um, talking to you authentically. So then we have to just remind ourselves that he doesn't know better and that will take the pressure off and that he isn't your ex. And that if you can tell him like, hey, son, if you do it like this, you will feel like that. Like you don't want to be angry, right? Right. Well, if you do it like this, this will help with that. And then talk to him about the breathing. He needs to breathe and focus on his breath and how... Um, you need to also tell him he's not meant to make friends and that you're his best friend. Because he feels like he needs to disconnect from you and from his house and to make friends at school and it's not working so he doesn't feel belonged. Yeah. Our truth that I know about one of my kids and it's not gonna be news to you. Um, he runs track of suicide. Okay, so it's not to tell you that's what he'll do, but I'm saying that he will feel like the only way out is that, and he won't have enough courage to do it. So that's why coping mechanisms will be just waiting for him because then he will go down a dark road. And so you have to, have to talk about things as if it's just real life and normal things. It's like, if, I don't know where you are in your mind when it comes to the way you normalize things, uh, but I think some people like to hide some things, but I think if you could just talk candidly about stuff, like, yeah, this is drugs, this is pot, this is, you know, it's like, you just literally be open and upfront because then they don't have to hide and they, you know, and say things like, I tell my kids all the time, you can drink one day with me and I will tell you when it's okay to drink it, or you can smoke pot too with me. And it's like, Grayson, it's like, what are you doing? It's like, I've got to you know, then he'll ask questions and things and then he'll want to be around me and stuff. And it's like, I, I'm open to that as long as like he's at a distance, but also knows that like, it's not just something I'm doing, but it's something that I'm taking care of me to do with my mental health and my anxieties. So then he understands the reason behind the coping mechanism. And then it's not like an addiction because I know when an addiction can start. And so if I can just allow that to be taught without it being too much, and you know, he's only nine, so I'm not talking all about that yet, but at least I'm not hiding or closeting anything. Yeah. And then he doesn't feel the need to hide anything from us. Yep. But that's, that's all good stuff. Like you're really on track and like, it's just a hard place to be in. I just think that it was very important for you to hear that you were doing what you should be doing. And the sooner the better, everything, just the things you already know to be true. Um, just do it because you're really on track.
Good, 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 good. <laughs> a very heavy place to be, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, man, uh, let me pull a couple cards just to kind of give us some different. Your son is very empathic and intuitive. He has gifts, and that's why he's going to have so much negative around him. I feel like him and I are going to want to talk. Yeah, I wish <laughs> I wish you could talk to him. He'll be old enough soon. Um, abundance. Enjoy the bounty of life. Your supply is unlimited. Blessings are coming to you. Partnership, teamwork will give you a better result. Find trustworthy people to partner with. Build up a talented support team. And Tony just came right to mind when I saw this. Possibility. So raise your standards, elevate your expectations, and you have unlimited potential. So standards, and then flow. So this is where you. This is what you're aiming for. Find an easier path, surrender the outcome, and release expectation. Yeah, those are all really great. <laughs> oh my gosh. You are such a delight. Thank you so much. And I have to tell you what, I think of you often. I don't know why. I, I think of you often too. <laughs> real yeah. <laughs> real life yeah like I really do think of you and so it, it uh maybe we're a soul connect somewhere from other times where we just know that we exist and then like we just occasionally send each other love and light yeah, yeah because that's what I do I just anytime I think of you I'm just like I'm just doing good I think of you all the time yeah. <laughs> like I don't I think I it's like it's so weird how often I think of you because it's it's just weird because the relationship that we've had the physical relationship really hasn't been any different outside of anyone else it's just that even when I met you guys always that even just meeting you it's like there was always that connection even just down from just even your laugh just like that knowing like something's different um, and even, you know, just your family orbit at that time too. When we first met, I just, I felt things, I felt things were different. I felt it was unraveled. I, it just sparked you it just reminded me of sparks and just electricity. And so it's just neat that like, now we've come so far and the longevity of just life in general. And then these deep conversations about certain, I just, you know, it's just awesome. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> absolutely agree you have to have some sort of I, I yeah and I think I have that kind of with a few other people because then they just people just kind of reach out and it's just like this connection and it's just, like I had a bride message me yesterday saying that the video I posted about marrying your child or whatever um she was like remember that wedding you photographed three years ago of uh, us <laughs> she's like I a week ago left him because everything you said in that video was good and it's like she felt the need to reach out yeah and she's and I can sense when she messaged me I could tell that she was on a spiritual awakening journey and I don't think she realizes that yet but um 
it's just crazy how that even circled back around. It's like people feel safe to come back around and tell me like authentic and real stuff. And yeah, it's just neat. Yeah. So, anyway, thank you for your trust. Thank you for Absolutely. You'll see me more. I would love that girl. <laughs> go ahead like go dance will you go dancing with me yeah i'll do my best <laughs> i'm a much better two-stepper <laughs> but i can spin <laughs> but i can do anything <laughs> yeah that's right whatever i set my mind to oh man we need to do that we need to set up a time yeah yep cool well you have a good day thank you again thank you Bye.